0: This is the Potswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. This week's podcast is another blank page, and so you know what that means. Well, what it always means. We are sponsored by Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash blank slate for your free 30-day free trial and free audiobook download of over 150,000 different titles to choose from for your MP3 player, but most importantly, your iPod and Android device because who uses an MP3 player anymore? Two of those 150,000 titles to choose from are my suggestions this week by our guest, S. Menduke. One that I'm personally familiar with is Beach Bums. The other is The Exchange You'll hear Esmond Duke talk a little bit more about all of those later on. Uh, Beach Bums is a little bit more of a broad deal that everyone can kind of get into. The Exchange, apparently, you got to check two very specific boxes to get into that one, that later on in the episode. But remember, go to audibletrial.com slash blank slate for your free 30-day free trial and a free audiobook download. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Blank Slate. Thanks for pushing play. Rich Camalucci here again with the second edition of the Blank Page and just a little bit of a, an intro uh, before we get into the Meat and Potatoes interview. Still not really used to doing these things. Uh, still not used to kind of speaking extemporaneously in a room by myself into a microphone, whereas with audiobooks, I've been kind of doing that for hours at a time, day on end. Uh, Days at a time, hours on end is obviously what I meant to say there. But anyway, uh, this week we have S. Menduke over Skype. And just, again, another... (laughs) Another... Uh, talk Another chat that I'm just blown away by uh, as far as it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. Se- second week in a row that I- I've read someone's book that they didn't go to school for writing. They didn't go to college at all until later on in life. Uh, just an insane background, just overcoming trials and tribulations, and, and 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 as much as all of that may seem a bit maybe tropey or or contrived, but it's not contrived. This is these are those people's lives, and they're out there. They're doing it. They're they're making a struggle. They're not being told uh, you have to work at this this desk job for the rest of your life. It's like no, I want to write a book. I'm going to write a book, and then I'm going to put it out there for anybody who finds it and finds it interesting, can have it. That's fucking amazing. And uh, you know, it's 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 definitely something to 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 look at as far as again, I don't want to use these cliche ideas such as inspiration, but it is. There's a certain part of that is definitely inspiring. Are you kidding me? I don't know what the hell's going on outside my window right now. That guy's trying to flag down that van. That van is gone, man. Sorry about that, dude. This is this is my life. I'm sitting in front of uh, my window and, and in front of a microphone all day, trying not to get distracted by the goings-ons of uh, people's lives, man. So, um, S. Manduk was on the show today, and it was a great conversation. We talked a lot about south florida and not about miami in particular but but what the rest of south florida kind of is it's a weird place man it's a weird weird place that you will not be able to replicate anywhere else in the country hands down i'll i'll guarantee that so we talked a lot about hollywood florida in particular uh and some possible connections that she might have to my immediate family which i have still not investigated in uh investigated any further into however i do still plan on doing that and am very fascinated to see what the results of that are again that's referencing something that happens later on in the in our chat uh you'll know it when you hear it but what else do i want to talk about uh before we get to it i just want to thank everybody for listening Thank everybody. If you're new to the show, thank you very much for tuning in to The Blank Slate, downloading it uh, or streaming it as it were. Uh, thank you very much. And please, while you're here, check out all of the other uh, episodes that we have. We just kind of uh, pick a topic and just go off on it. Uh, usually it's kind of our free form uh, kind of vanity project, and by we, I mean the rest of the boys on the Podswoggle Network, Podswoggle, our mothership podcast. It's a wrestling podcast with entertainment, if you're into that kind of thing. If you're not, we also have a movies podcast, Married with Movies, a movie podcast with married people. That is Chris Mullet and Samantha Mullet. Uh, we also have a television podcast, uh, Picked Up. It's a a TV podcast where myself and my roommate and co-host, Robert Colomberti, pick a random uh, pilot episode of a TV show from Netflix and we watch it and uh, talk about it and wherever else that leads. So thank you very much uh, for listening. And now, uh, yeah, let's drop in with Esmond Duke. I am joined today by the author of uh, such titles as Beach Bums and The Exchange, uh, S. Manduke. S., how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Rich? I am doing fantastic. Uh, Just to kind of get everyone a little bit uh, more acquainted, uh, I read the audiobook for Beach Bums, which is... uh, how uh, I I came to become acquainted with S. Um, And when I auditioned for it, it was definitely something that kind of stuck out to me because where it was set was uh, very, very familiar to what I grew up in uh, down in Hollywood, Florida. Um, It's it's a, a unique place that is like sandwiched between like Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I take it that uh, you, you spent a lot of time down in Hollywood.
1: I grew up down there. I'm originally from Philadelphia, but I was there from when I was about 12 years old, and I'm much older than that now. But um, <laughs> but that yeah, that was set. It says Beach City in the book, but mm-hmm. I grew up in Hollywood, and Hollywood Beach. And actually, the time that the book is set is a is inspired from back in the '80s. I was living literally on the beach with my father and in a truck and a lot of what we experienced and the people that were around were inspirations to what I wrote. So it's sort of a little, like a little postcard. From uh, that time.
0: What was uh, what was it kind of like, uh, uh, what was your kind of upbringing? Like you mentioned that you were kind of, uh, living in a truck down in Hollywood.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great. I
0: um, mean, it's, you know, it's not necessarily a, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, a more traditional upbringing you know it's definitely uh, shed a little light on kind of like what that was like
1: it was um it was a 1970 something chevy with bad brakes and it was like multicolored from all the paint chipping off i guess it used to herd sheep and it had that little smell of previous sheep shit i think and there was a camper on the back of it and um at 14 i got Into a huge fight with my mother, who raised me basically, and said, "I'm going to go live with my father," (laughs) and I did it for two years on the beach. And he was kind of dropped out of society, kind of a person, you know, didn't want to work. So I Uh, off the grid, sort of off the grid. We didn't have plumbing. Our shower was the. You remember this? I don't know how how old you are, Rich, but there used to be the showers that you pulled the handle Mm -hmm. on the along down the boardwalk. That was the shower that we used.
0: (laughs) My aunt. Wow.
1: So when I say it was, you know, it was like um, it was on the beach. It really was
0: on the beach, which is uh, (laughs) essentially what uh, Walt in in Beach Bums is just straight up like living on the beach.
1: Yeah, he's he's he didn't even have a camper. Walter is um, he has a backpack and a tarp for when it rains, and he goes under the little uh, walkway bridge to hide from the rain. But he, um, yeah, he's he's definitely. The home as homeless as you can get, but it's by choice. It's not, you know, he leaves the reservation because he's he's diagnosed with schizophrenia and um, he decides that he doesn't want to take medication and he doesn't want to do that. And he wants to do it something different. He just goes out there and he lives on the beach. The ocean calms him is how I describe it, Uh, which, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. OK,
0: what uh, uh, so you, you were in Philly until you were about 12 years old. Uh, what, uh, what'd your family do in Philly? Like what'd your folks do?
1: Um, well, my mother who basically raised me was, uh, mostly a waitress. Okay. And then for a time, um, when she married her third husband, he was a horse trainer. And when we moved to Florida, that's what he was doing. He was working with the horses and we moved to Florida and, um, and, uh, so I, we were right around the corner from Gulfstream racetrack. So I had that going for me learning about the track
0: learn about the ponies <laughs> i actually learning. spent some time there as well uh as a form in my formative years really uh when they they started doing like these summer concert series and uh mm stream mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh back in i want to say probably around like 2000 and so my mom would drag me to these concerts that of course she knew all the people I knew. right
1: it was people from the 70s and 80s that were just like Done, right? The, the
0: <laughs> first concert that we went to was uh Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And like then I'm in like middle school and I'm angsty and I just want to listen to like like hardcore rap music. And I'm just like, I don't want to be here. And you get like a two dollar, like uh a free two dollar bet. Uh but like now I'm just like, yeah, give me the bet, give me Joan Jett. That's all awesome. Oh right. such an idiot.
1: Right, right.
0: Um and so was your was your dad already down in Florida when you guys moved down? Or no, no, no,
1: no. We moved with her. Like I said, her third husband um, that was working the tracks, gotcha. and okay, okay. he was he was off. He's total hippie. He was off in California doing his thing, and then stopped into Florida to see me, and then kind of didn't leave. He's still here now. Oh wow! Um, right. Yeah, and now I'm actually in Melbourne, so it's they're all here. <laughs> my mother, my dad, they're all here.
0: Uh, a lot of my uh, good friends from uh, college are from Melbourne. That's uh, Oh, really? Uh huh.
1: Where did you go to school, at, Rich?
0: Um, I in for uh in South Florida in high school or for college?
1: No, college for college.
0: I went to University of Florida. Oh, okay. Um and uh, uh when you were kind of uh, in the process of like you know moving and and w- well actually more so like when you lived with uh, with your dad, were you? Were you going to school at that time or were you just kind of like? No, I dropped out. I, I was,
1: yeah, I was. I dropped out. I moved in with him when I was, I guess I'd say 15, almost 16. And um, I was second time around in ninth grade. And then I just said, screw it. And I dropped out. So I didn't actually get my GED until I was 30 or 30, 31, 32, something like that. And then went ahead and got my bachelor's. How, my
0: different- uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: That's Okay, I was just saying, I got my GED late, you know, when I was in my 30s. I already had kids because I have two kids, and um, I got my GED and then I went ahead and got my bachelor's. And but yeah, I kind of uh,
0: where'd you get your bachelor's from,
1: University of Illinois? But nice. I did it all online. Hey,
0: um, when, uh, how long did you stay in Hollywood for?
1: Um, I left Hollywood 12 years ago,
0: okay, and uh, because I don't know. I I have a feeling like not a lot of people really can kind of like understand just kind of like how like what Hollywood like is more of just like it's a small beach town in between like two bigger beach towns.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely that. I mean, you've got Fort Lauderdale on one side is everybody knows Fort Lauderdale. And then, of course, well, now everybody knows South Beach, but um, Miami.
0: How would you describe what it was like when you were growing up?
1: Like beach bombs. I mean, the, the eclectic nature of beach bombs is pretty much what was around. I mean, you know, you had all the different shop people. You know, there were people from the Middle East, and there's people from all different states. And there, there were the there were the straight up crazy homeless people that would wander. I mean, there was this one lady. Um, what was her name? Venus, I think she called herself, and she said she had a twin sister that lived in the moon. And she, I mean, she would just wander <laughs> around, you know. And then, and then the drunks. There would be the lots, the lots of drunks, and the, just, just every mix of people. And then the people that thought it was cool that there was a homeless lady walking by them while they sat at a cafe and had their beer. You know, the well-educated people sitting there, the yuppies having their drink and their clams, watching everything go around around them. It's, it's, it's a real mix of people. And then the tourists, of course, during the winter, mm-hmm. you've got that to add into the mix. There's a lot of, well, back. See, I don't know now because it, it's been a while, but back in the when I was around there, it was a huge French Canadian tourism. Oh, during. still is. Is there? Oh yeah, yeah. That that was big. I mean that that was like the the major part of the tourists in Hollywood.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh It's it would it is. Hell, even from like when I was growing up, and then just <laughs> going back, uh, like from you know being a few years in college, like the Broadwalk and just everything is just unrecognizable now. They, yeah, they
1: fixed it up, right? They put, they made it all pretty and nice, mm-hmm. and
0: there's yeah, great, like beautiful storefronts. They, you know, it kind of looks a little bit more like Fort Lauderdale Beach now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's getting like a Margaritaville and it's, I mean, when, you know, when there's a Margaritaville going in, that's when, you know, it's, it's, it's corporate commercial. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's not my experience. And of course, Beach Bums is not Hollywood. It's a fictional town called Beach Beach City. City. It is Beach City. But yeah, that's not my experience at all. I mean, I guess you, you can't fight it. It happened down the Keys too. The Keys used to be super eclectic and just Beachy and, and um, I'm just not a fan of what it's become. It's yeah, very, yeah. very, very touristy and commercial, and not my thing.
0: There, there used to be those type of pe- those, those types of people like in the Keys as well. I remember uh, my dad and my grandpa were like opening a restaurant down in Key West, and my dad was like getting applications for uh, people to to work in the kitchen, and uh, this one guy for place of residence just wrote Earth. <laughs> perfect yeah i mean that is <laughs> at least old key west you know i haven't been there yeah. in since
1: the yeah
0: early early 2000s but i mean that's what i was told that it was just all these just people that just kind of want to sort of you know just coast get crazy tans and just you know just
1: yeah that's do it. That's, that's exactly it and <laughs> Like I haven't been there in years and years. Um, I I did go down to I think I went to Largo, but I I tried to go to Key West and I, I just it's just not what it was. And back in the '80s, it was really different, really really different. Just not commercialized, not like now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, hell, speak of it. I mean, that's where the I guess it's the first Margaritaville was. So is it?
1: I don't even know. See, I don't even know Margaritaville. I know Jimmy Buffett, but when you I grew up. There And then I um, made my living bartending, waitressing. And when you bartend and waitress in a a touristy place like Hollywood Beach, you get so incredibly sick of every single guy with a guitar doing Jimmy Buffett covers (laughs) in every freaking bar that you work at. And then you get off work and you go and hang out at other bars down there because that's what you do. And there's the guy with the guitar playing, you know, Margaritaville. And you're like, oh, God, please beat him over the head with the guitar. See, I I think uh, my
0: mom had the exact opposite experience because she was in South Florida in the 80s uh, tending bar, and she straight up like raised me on Jimmy Buffett. She
1: was, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's people that are – I have friends, good friends that I grew up with that are super, super parrot heads, but not me. No. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's parrot heads. <laughs> Please buy the book. Don't you like it? Um, <laughs> Oopsie.
0: Uh uh real quick this cuz this would be crazy. Uh what uh what what bars did you uh and restaurants did you um bartend and waitress at by any chance?
1: Um waitress at Nick's bar for a few years. Oh, I bartended at O'Malley's on the top which was Marlins when it you probably don't remember this. This is when we first got our baseball team the Marlins. They named the bar over what's it called now? I guess it's not called, Hollywood oh. Beach Hotel it's something else isn't it Hollywood it, Beach it, Resort
0: yeah, it's something they keep trying with that place
1: yeah, I know they've tried everything um it but that I up at the top was Marlin's um back then when they first built all that when they first put all those stores in and i I tended bar there for a couple of years um Shoot.
0: yeah I mean I like grew up playing in like the 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 arcade timeout there that used to be in there um
1: in the Hollywood Beach Hotel?
0: hmm Yeah, there used to be an arcade in there. I remember growing up. It was called Time Out. And our, you know, me and, and my friends and and their parents and my parents would be like at O'Malley's and they would just throw us quarters and tell us to go have fun while they would know, right. their fun.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. And the little sushi place, Camp Pie was in there. Um, the little corner store. Yep.
0: Oh, that's crazy. My mom uh I'm trying to remember. I think she used to bartend at like Dry Dock.
1: Oh sure. What's your mom's name? I probably know her.
0: Uh, this would be crazy uh, if you do. Uh, you know Carmen.
1: Doesn't sound familiar, but you know what? If I saw her picture, I probably would know her because if she was a bartender back in like the '80s and early '90s, mm-hmm. then I'm sure we knew each other. I think. And she Dry also... was up on US one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She also used to uh, either frequent or work at Ocean's Eleven as well.
1: Oh, well, and then I would probably not want her to remember me because back when I was going to Ocean's Eleven, it's not – it wasn't pretty, Rich. It wasn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink now, but I spent my 20s, you know, when I drank, I drank to ridiculous success. It was and, your 20s. Yeah, it wasn't great. But yeah. um, that was Ocean's Eleven over on – not Ocean's Eleven Beachside, the other one, right?
0: I That I don't know.
1: Yeah, the one that's open till 6 a.m. with the – world-famous chicken wings oh man <laughs> this is
0: crazy i i i almost want to guarantee you probably know my mom
1: i probably do know your mom this is insane and she may hate me so <laughs> i don't she know might, uh, she color. doesn't hate a lot of
0: people not that i know. I don't know
1: though it could, I, I bring that out in people so you don't maybe don't mention
0: <laughs> i don't know i'll, uh, I'll, See, I'll, I'll, I'll just s. I... you
1: can just s, menduke that's all you need to know man <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, well, uh, let's get back. Oh, this is great. This is too much of a trip. I need to get back to to, to fiction, uh, as it were. When, um, So did you,
1: like, read a lot, uh, you know, coming up? Oh, or- God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I read constantly. I didn't really – I don't like people, so – I didn't like them when I was at school, like when I was a kid and stuff. I didn't really get along. I didn't fit in, so I was always reading, 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 reading.
0: Who were you reading most? Who'd you like the best? Who like really resonated with you?
1: Um, I think Stephen King. When I was when I was like 13 or 14, I think I got into Stephen King. Maybe even younger, maybe 12. I that's just like, loved, loved Stephen King.
0: And that's like the the ripe age to get into Stephen King. hmm
1: I just thought he was the coolest. He really did. And then when I was younger than that, of course, like Judy Bloom and that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Back when I was a kid, it's not coming to me now. I'm old now, you know. Things they go away. Who are you reading these days? Um, I was reading. Oh my god, Christopher Moore. Do you know him? No, I don't. Oh, Christopher, I love him. I got my son into him too. He's he does um, these little like monster books, but they're really funny. Like he did a book called Lamb about Jesus Christ's best friend. Okay. And, just off the wall. He's like really off the wall. He does another one about death where it's this little baby that's got the power of death. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's, you should look him up. I didn't read Lamb yet, but my son read it and he thought it was great. I read um, Sacro Blue. That was great. That's about a demon that works through paintings. Hmm. Christopher Moore. Look him up. He's really good. Okay. But I like, I like, um, Hyacinth, of course. Oh, my God. Elmore Leonard is my favorite.
0: Love Elmore Leonard. Oh, my
1: God. I loved him so much. I was so bummed when he died. It was yeah. so sad.
0: My, uh, my grandpa was the one who got me into Elmore Leonard. Uh, I just
1: love him. I love his characters. He's freaking the bomb.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think the last one of his that I read was Freaky Deaky.
1: Oh, God. Freaky Deaky's great. Yeah, <laughs> That's old. That's from the 80s, too. Yeah.
0: Um, I think they're actually... I think I saw that got, like, optioned for either a movie or a series. I think a movie.
1: I always thought Lethal Weapon was based on that, because that toilet scene, I think, was in Freaky Deaky, where he can't get up from the toilet. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't
0: surprise me if that was kind of, you know. I don't know if they borrowed. ripped it off or, yeah. like, it
1: was supposed to be, or if he, I don't know, but I just remember seeing that. But, you know, um, Jackie Brown, that's Quentin Tarantino's movie, mm-hmm. right? That's an Elmer Leonard book. Mm-hmm. I think Brown Punch.
0: Yeah, I think... uh Probably the earliest I was uh, uh, exposed to uh, any Elmore Leonard was Get Shorty.
1: Get Shorty, right? That was good. Um, I don't know if I read that or saw the movie. I think I saw the movie.
0: Yeah. Um, so what was it that finally kind of gave you the little push that you needed to start? You know, you got all these ideas in your head and, and, and characters or scenarios or whatever. What mm-hmm. kind of gave you the the, the the last little nudge to start finally manifesting these things?
1: I'm getting older and I just thought, you know what? I got to do it. I mean, I, if it sucks, it sucks, whatever. Who cares? I don't care. And my boyfriend was just like, you know, just write it down. And I'm like, but I don't have a plot. And he's like, just write it down. <laughs> I'm still not sure there's actually a plot in the book. I just threw all these characters in there and said, here you go. I'm sp- I mean, honestly, that's how it was. Like I was thinking of Walter and I was thinking of Winnie. And then a few years ago, I got Frank It's weird, I guess, because I'm a daydreamer. I would just develop these people in my head, and I just knew, like, who they were.
0: Um, I don't know. Where did uh, Frank come from? For those of you who haven't read or listened to Beach Bums, uh, Frank is this uh, very pragmatic and calculated serial killer that moves – basically, snowbirds – not snowbirds, but, like, basically – he retires. Down. Yeah, retire. Yes, exactly. Retires from Ohio uh, down to uh, South Florida to Beach City. Uh, where did Frank come from? Because just reading it, it was just uh, as far as, as the the northerner outsider into this new uh, atmosphere, I, I thought was just on the money.
1: Thank you. I, I don't know. I just... He came to me just I, – I, he just came to me. I don't know how he came. I, he just did. I was walking down the street one day. I was walking my dogs a few years back, and this man, he was real tall, and he just gave me this weird – this is so weird. This is so weird. But he just gave me this weird vibe, and then all of a sudden, I was starting to think about the serial killer, Frank, and then I just kept working on it in my head. And um, he just – I don't know. <laughs> He's just <laughs> there. I don't know how to explain it. It's weird just i don't know
0: uh did did you like pull on your experience from like moving from philly to to south florida for those elements of frank as far as just kind of like being Uh, in a a new place uh, that was a a bizarre one at that
1: that was pulled on from knowing every single person that came to florida south florida on vacation had a wonderful time and thought how great it would be moved to to move here (laughs) and then they just hate it you know they're hot they go through a summer and it sucks and they're just miserable and it's not you know when you come here and you're on vacation and it's march or Mm -hmm. february it's beautiful but when you live here it's it's a whole different dynamic it's a thought
0: it's it's mm -hmm. almost like it's, it's uh, your mind just playing tricks on you. Because, uh, yeah, it would be great. The same thing happens in Key West. Like, oh, yeah, oh, Wouldn't it be
1: great to live in Key West? And then you realize how ridiculously expensive it is to live in Key West.
0: And also just how ridiculous it is to live in Key
1: West. <laughs> and you can't go anywhere, right? Because you're, you're down, <laughs> you're all the freaking way down in Key West. So you just can't just go somewhere. You got to drive out of the Keys. Which uh, is
0: a big- it was a lot of the Frank chapters of him just like, being surrounded by, like, old people or, like, him in the grocery store, uh, him driving through a a heavily uh, (laughs) Hispanic-populated neighborhood that just, like, made me realize that... uh, Well, it put it more so into, like, context for me. Just about how... It it is very different from just, like, coming down on vacation uh, as opposed to, like, if you were to just drop any... Like, if you were to drop any other a person from any other part of the country into South Florida, it would seem like an alien world to them and vice versa. If you were to pluck anybody that is just like Miami to their core, I have so many friends that are just so Miami, bro. Mm -mm. And if you were to just plop them into like, you know, us, if you were to pop them in like St. Louis, they would be flabbergasted. Like, Oh, where's the, the clubs to go to at, at five in the morning. Why are we not leaving at right. one a.m. to go to the club?
1: <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, you don't go out until what ten, eleven, and you know, I know. Yeah, it's 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 a different it's a different lifestyle for sure. And um, people that come from up north, I don't think that. They, what, what do you mean? No one speak. You go to Hialeah, mm-hmm. and I I've, I needed a translator not that long ago. I, my boyfriend grew up in Palm Bay, so he's not used to that. And we were taking jobs down in Hialeah because we have a business, and we were taking jobs down there. (laughs) So I'm all, you know, I'm all about it. I'm, I miss it down there. I miss South Florida bad. And we're in this little, you know, like little um, coffee place, and we needed a translator. (laughs) (laughs) He just couldn't believe it. He's like a total hick from Palm Bay. He's like, wait, what? We don't. I mean, you know, he thought it was hysterical. This Mm -hmm. this nice lady got up and she translated for us so we could order
0: it is a completely different world and yeah the, i think you did a really good job of kind of like portraying that thank you uh, uh, in there um man yeah uh so any any plans on uh i don't know i feel like um uh kind of like get some sort of like synergy with with the 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 hollywood and hollandale type area or something like that going on between i don't know it's just so centric and like pretty spot on to the to the to the um to the region i don't know have you like reached yeah. out and tried to like kind of uh, get in touch with with anybody about like maybe even like a, a book signing or anything like that
1: um what well, i you know i'm new at this i'm self-published published which is hell because <laughs> you basically write a book and go hey here i am Woo. like you're in the ocean going yeah look at me hear and me go- no one cares. yeah, no one cares, no one cares, but um, I've tried like the Miami New Times, I've tried, 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 I'm like just cold emailing them all, and oh, could you read my book? I'll send you my book, you know, and it's just I don't know, I've tried, but I'm open for suggestions, rich
0: well, I think the I mean it all looks great, too, like the cover art is awesome.
1: Fiverr I found that guy on Fiverr, really, oh, he's great, he I've did been- the. First Sorry, one guys. he did, that's okay. He did the first one, and I told him, you know, a little sand with the beach, and then and he did it. And then I said, That's really great. Could you add a little blood? <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And he, I mean, he's he's the bomb. I, I'll give you his name, but I don't have it in front of me. But he's Jess Hart J E S H A R T on Fiverr. He does uh Kindle cover design, and um, he did my Create Space one too.
0: And if you haven't checked out uh, the, well, the book or the audiobook in general, you should but you'll see the 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 awesome cover art uh, for Beach Bums. And then you also do have the uh, this other book. So was Beach Bums uh, first and then The Exchange?
1: The Exchange was just a little short story. It's okay. not really it's not fair to call it a book. It's about 10,000 words. Gotcha. And then I I was going crazy cuz I had finished Beach Bums and I was trying to figure out how to get it edited and I was just going seeing like I got to get it done. I'm done. I did it. I need it. So I just wrote that little short story and I thought, well, let me publish this and see how it all works. So I just published it as that little short story. But um, to be honest, I, I, that was like a prompt that I started, I don't know, 10 years ago. And then I looked at it and wrote it. I mean, within a few days, <laughs> it all just came out. I don't know where it came from either. I just, I don't know. It's just there.
0: Well, and I'll be honest, I haven't actually uh, gotten a chance uh,
1: to it's, read it yet. It's a chick book, Rich. It really is. <laughs> it's very girly. It's really, you know, if you have a vagina and you're over 40, you should totally read it. Otherwise, nah, maybe not.
0: Well, in case there are any listeners that have a vagina and are over 40, <laughs> would you care to tell them what it's about? Sure. It's, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the room for a moment. You can go ahead. and
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little... Like what if kind of a scenario where if you could trade spots with your because my twenties were so crazy, if you could trade spots with your crazy twenty year old self, knowing what you you know, if I knew what I knew, but I had that body kind of a deal. They sort of trade places through this kind of wonky time blip thing. It's a little off the wall. It's pretty off the wall. And then in they have to stay. In, they, they're. Ba- it's, it's. I'm not doing a good job, Rich. I'm sorry, but they basically. She's in her 40s and trades places with her younger, 20 year old self, and so, in her, yeah, this is or like late some, 30s. Some
0: like sort of like body switch elements. It's like yeah, kind of like, like,
1: like Freaky Friday, but with cursing and you know,
0: <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Oh, that's what I needed from Freaky Friday, so there you go. Yeah, it's, it's like a little, bit, it's of a like little a, bit Freaky Friday-ish. Like a reverse big sort of almost, but instead of like becoming a kid. You're yeah, just
1: they 20. just – it's its totally – like if your brain went back into your 20-year-old self and your 20-year-old self brain went into you, yeah. kind of a thing. Okay, cool. So, uh, Do you have anything else on the horizon? I'm rating it now, but um, – Basically, I have no plot and just a couple characters, so I can't really I can't really tell you too much about it because I don't know yet. But um, but I started it now. Um, and if I know more, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, well, the uh, what kind of um, reactions
0: have you been getting to beach from beach bums from what I've been seeing? Uh, the reviews on Amazon and everywhere else are are positive.
1: Yeah, they've been really great, except for the first one I put out, which was actually professionally edited, but there were some issues. Like, I had him going for his gum instead of his gun, which is bad, That's, <laughs> and that, it, got, it in went a situation through. where you want to be going for your gun. <laughs> he was going for his Wrigley's, yeah. The last
0: thing you want to get.
1: <laughs> so, um, but I fixed that, but Amazon people could be mean, so there was a couple people that were kind of mean about that, but other than that, everything, everybody that... Everyone likes the story. I've had people say, no, I like the story, but the characters are, you know, they don't have any redeeming qualities. (laughs) 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 And they're like waiting for, you know, it all to be wrapped up in a bow and everybody to have a moral, you know, it's not that at all. Not even close. It's just not that. But no, you know, so far so good. People like it. I don't know. They like the story. Good. Um, Oh, I know where
0: I was going to go from there. I am an inexperienced uh, podcast interviewer. Oh, thank you.
1: I used Um, to do this, not podcast, but I used to work um, as a freelancer for like the local paper around here and local magazines. And I used to have to go interview like the hundred year old lady. Oh my God, what a nightmare.
0: (laughs) I, uh, in, in college, I worked for, uh, the, wasn't technically like it was on campus, but the radio station was like the local public uh, radio station, and so yeah, I would have to do very similar things like uh, interviewing uh, doghouse builders from Ocala. <laughs> and that was the the hot story that day.
1: Yeah, same thing. I mean, you did it for radio, right? I was doing it. Mm-hmm. I was writing. I was writing these little four hundred to a thousand word pieces for the newspaper like their weekly paper magazines and stuff
0: um what's been your experience you uh uh, mentioned a little bit earlier that you were independently publishing um sort of like on the the business end i don't want to talk too much business because it kind of gets a little but uh i don't know what's kind of been your experience you you mentioned it was kind of you alluded that it was a little bit a little bit difficult (laughs) um it's not
1: it's not difficult to do like if you have any and I'm not really super tech savvy obviously from how long it took me to get this Skype thing together um but it's not it's not super difficult to do it I would definitely 100 thousand percent recommend getting an editor I had editors all over the board if you're thinking about doing it and I'm so glad I did this is I gave a little couple paragraphs and I said hey could you just and I felt bad do, asking people to do it for free but I you know could you just edit a little sample Thank God I did that because I had people like rewriting my crap. I'm like, whoa, what? Wait, what? Wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't want to rewrite. I want an edit. <laughs> um, you know, so that 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 was my experience with that. It was definitely, and even with h- hiring an editor who I thought did a good job, even she missed some stuff, and she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." So we went back and we did it again and republished it. But as far as like pu- actually doing the publishing part, that's easy. The marketing. I'm lost. I mean, there's a, a thousand marketers out there that'll tell you how to sell a thousand books, how to sell this. Da, 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 da. And you know, you're always wondering, Oh, I don't know. What is it? A scam? Mm-hmm. Um, I just put myself up on World Lit Cafe. For, um, for a
0: second, I thought you were about to say world star hip hop. I'm like, that's not the right audience.
1: I don't even know what that is. That's <laughs> so bad. I don't even have a clue what that is. <laughs> when, we're all... when
0: we're done, just Google it and just see how <laughs> not the right audience that is.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, no, World Lick Cafe, I think is what it's called. And they're going to run a promo for me uh, February 6th. It's going to be for 99 cents to download nice. it on Kindle through them. You so, go. you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm trying. I just, I'm just kind of going as I go. I mean, I don't honestly know what to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's sort of the thing is there's really as, as, as much as people want to like try to hammer it down to a process and try to like guarantee results there. Everyone's got a different story about how they broke through and were able to like finally reach their audience because you're the audience is out there. It's just a matter of finding a way to the the best most efficient way to 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 get to them and some you know it takes a it takes a lot of chopping away at that wood to yeah to, to get I just to them. that's
1: what I, I just go on and you know i when I have time I just go on and I look and I read what people are saying and what they say about this and what they say about that and you know Begging hasn't worked. <laughs> begging <laughs> begging the new times does not work, but someday I'll be famous and they'll be begging me for an interview and I'll tell them, fuck you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you hear that? Fuck you, new times. Fuck you, new times. Is dead. You,
1: you could have had me win. <laughs> and then, other, like I said, I just, you know, like little bloggers, I, I finally got a blog. Well, you saw that, the audio. She did the audio uh, version. She reviewed it. T-Star. Yes. Something.
0: Yes, we are, we are our four seashells. Yeah, but we
1: have four, four sand stars. C's, sand stars, that's what
0: it is. Come Boom. on, Rich, get
1: it together. We got four sea stars. Um, so like that, I've been trying to get bloggers and things like that to, to read it and review it. Just, I don't, you know. But I'm open for suggestions. S. Writer at gmail.com. If you have suggestions for how I should get someone to read the book, I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Where, uh... uh- does your uh, next book have like a similar setting at all, or where's this next one taking
1: place? I don't know yet. <laughs> 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 I have no clue, Rich. I'm open for suggestions. S. at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm working on it. I have like four or five characters in my head, and that's pretty much it.
0: Good deal. Oh. Well, um, well, yeah. Uh, I know a lot, something that a lot of. Um, uh, independently publishing authors do is they just kind of like network with other authors in the same boat, sort of, and just kind of like, kind of just share ideas and stuff like that. I know that's a big thing. I'm trying to do s- similar things with this this whole podcasting endeavor as well. So it's uh we're all fighting the good fight, that's for sure.
1: It's out in the sea of the internet,
0: exactly. Um. Well, yeah. Uh. Is there um. Anything else you'd like to kind of mention that I maybe didn't touch on at all? Well, I will say
1: The Exchange is a short story, but it's also on Audible's iTunes as well. Kimberly Mintz did the narration on that one. She did a great job. That's about an hour long if you're looking for just a little short, entertaining thing. It's called The Exchange. um, Also available on Amazon as a uh, downloadable, too. Um, And Beach Bums, narrated by the wonderful Rich Kamalooch. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Rich. What else?
0: Uh, well, shoot. I mean, you know, uh, if people want to get a hold of you, they they I uh, think they hope I hope they have their email uh, your email by now. Um, but S-Menduke. can they find you on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that?
1: Um, Twitter at S-Menduke. Um Facebook, I have a S.Menduke page, and I have Stufu Crazy Girl is S.Menduke's blog.
0: Stufu, what is Stufu? Shut the,
1: shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. All
1: right, <laughs> Stufu Crazy Girl, and it's s t u f u c r a z y g i r l dot com. And that is the blog, which I think you can also get a link to that on any other place that you go. I think I have it blazing.
0: Well, there you go. Um, as for my own personal plugs, uh, you can find my audiobooks on Audible and iTunes. And you can hit me up uh, at Rich Cammie on Twitter, at Rich Cammie4 on Instagram. And that does it for me. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, The Blank Slate, if you haven't already. Uh, if this is your first time listening to uh, The Blank Slate, uh, uh, definitely hit that subscribe button please rate and review us help us get a little bit more visibility in the iTunes charts spread the word, tell your friends uh, also check out all the rest of the podcasts on the Pod Swoggle Network uh, Pod Swaggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, Picked Up a TV podcast with a couple Italians and Married with Movies a married podcast with movies um, and that'll about do it for us here on the Blank Slate S. Ben Duke, thank you so much for coming on the show and for choosing me. If, if, if you didn't bestow your hand upon me and choose me to narrate your audiobook, we'd never be here.
1: <laughs> thank you, Rich. And honestly, you did such a good job. I listened to a lot of auditions. I couldn't believe how many people were trying, you know, because, I, you know, I, I just didn't know what to expect. And a lot of people were trying. You just really nailed the emotions, I thought. Oh,
0: well, uh, now I'm audio blushing. This is. This Aww. is... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, look forward to everything else that you'll be coming out with in the near future. Everyone go check out s uh Duke's uh, uh, works and uh, social integration. Till then, uh, you can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later. This has been a Swoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that
1: sweet, sweet entertainment.